כל ישראל יש להם חלק לעולם הבא, שנאמר בעמך כולם צדיקים לעולם יבשו ארץ. נסר מטעי מעשה ידי לתפאר בי אליעזר בן יעקב אומר, העושה מצווה אחת קונה לו פרקליט אחד, והעובר עבירה אחת קונה לו קטיגור אחד. תשובה ומעשים טובים כתריס בפני הפורענות. רבותיי, we are continuing our custom. During the weeks between Pesach and Shavuot, Pesach and Atzeret, Amenag is to learn on a weekly basis one Mishnah from the Perkei Avot. Tonight I chose a Mishnah in the fourth Perek. The Mishnah that I chose is Yud Aleph, Mishnah number 11. The author of the Mishnah is Rabbi Yezid bin Yaakov. He said, Ha'oseh mitzvah achat. If a person does one mitzvah, any mitzvah, he creates an angel. That angel becomes an advocate for him. It defends him. Similarly, if a person commits a sin, is a prosecutor. So therefore, it's in our control if we create defenders, all those that are antagonists against us. And then the Mishnah comes along and says, that when a person makes Teshuvah, Teshuvah means he makes repentance. Teshuvah is like a Tris. What is a Tris? Tris is a Magen. Magen means Magen is a shield that just like a shield protects the soldier from the arrows, so too Teshuvah is a shield that protects the person from Puranut. Puranut means troubles. Puranut means difficulties. Puranut means punishments, Gezerot. So the antidote against Gezerot and Puranut is Teshuvah. When I read this Mishnah, I had the following question. Is it true that Teshuvah saves a person from Puranut? This runs against what Maimonides said. Harambam writes that there's certain Averot that a person commits, it's not enough to make Teshuvah. Even if he makes Teshuvah, he needs to go through a series of what's called Yisurin. Yisurin are physical affliction. And the Yisurin are referred to as Kapara. Our grandmothers used to say, when a person hurts themselves or cuts themselves, our grandmothers would say, Kapara. They understood that Yisurin is a Kapara. So what is it? The Mishnah said, Teshuvah is a Tris b'fnei Pur'anut. Teshuvah protects the Pur'anut. And Maimonides says, Teshuvah does not protect from the Puranut. Teshuvah is one ingredient, but Puranut sometimes is necessary. So who's right? To my delight, I saw that this is actually discussed by the Tosfot Yom Tov on the Mishnah. Tosfot Yom says, Mifnei Puranut, Rotsel Omar, Hamitragshot Ubaot 
כפי מנהגו של עולם. The Puranut that we're talking about now is general worldly calamities, not personal items, things that the world endures. So if a person makes Teshuvah, you'll be saved from general calamities. אבל אין לפרש פורענות על חטא. But don't think that Teshuvah can save you from the פורענות that's generated by sin. דבזה אמרו, תשובה ביום כפורים תולים ויסורים ממלכים. רמב״ם סוג של יסורים. So interesting the way the Tosfot Yom Tov learns this משנה, which means, God forbid, if there's some type of world uh, issue, when there's a gezera on the world, those that live in תשובה could be saved. However, personally, it doesn't mean he's not going to get יסורים. On the contrary, the יסורים is needed in order for him to be purged from the sin. So he limits the trees. It's a shield, but it doesn't protect from everything. It's a, a limited shield. It's a limited trees. That's the way Tosfot Yom Tov learns. Rabotai, I would like to offer another explanation of our Mishnah, but in order to do that, we need to go to our parasha. Actually, I'd like to begin tonight to discuss the Haftarah. Now, this week is a double header. It's Tazriyah Tahor, two parashiyot. Ashkrazim say Tazriyah Mitzorah. We don't call it Mitzorah. We don't like to say it. We say Tazriyah Tahor. Nonetheless, when there's a double parasha, we read the Haftarah of the second parasha. Whoever's interested, we will be discussing that Haftarah tomorrow in the synagogue at 5.30, like we do every Friday. We learn Haftarot Be'iyun. That's tomorrow. Stay tuned. Tonight, however, I want to make observation in the Haftarah of Tazriyah that we're not going to read the Shabbat. We only read it when the Parashiyot are separate, but it's a beauty. The story over there is about a general of Aram, of the Goyim. His name was Naaman. Naaman, the Pasuk tells us, was Gibor Ayel. He was a strong-hearted, powerful, influential man. But he had leprosy. He was a Mitzvah. And he was a man of means. I'm sure he went to every doctor. And he went to every soothsayer, and he went to every, you know, uh, 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 stargazer, every, uh, you know, health uh, uh, doctor, kinesiologist, in order to find a remedy, but it did not help. Somebody, a Jewish girl, actually, who was in Aram, came to Naaman and said, hey, listen, I'll give you some advice. We have a prophet. His name is Elisha. Listen, the prophet uh, makes miracles. Go to the prophet, get a meeting with the prophet, and uh, listen, it's a good chance he, he can heal you. Naaman, he uh, accepted it. They sent the letter to the king, and they said, listen, we want a meeting with uh, the Jewish prophet. So the king originally got nervous. He ripped his clothes. He said, no, that's it. What, is, what does he want from our prophet? And let's say the prophet cannot heal Naaman. Then they're going to come to war against us. So they were 
They were concerned about it. They thought it was a setup, that they were getting framed. Nonetheless, Elisha told the king, what are you worried about? I'm the prophet. Send them to us and we'll take care of them. And all of a sudden, Naaman comes to Eretz Israel. He comes from Hutzla Aris to Eretz Israel, and he has a meeting with Elisha. Elisha tells him, "Don't come into the house. Stay outside. He doesn't want to be, make the house become uh, tamer from the tumah." Ultimately, Elisha tells Naaman through a messenger, "I can cure this guy." But his cure has got to be, he's got to go into the Jordan River and he's got to dip seven times. And then he'll be better. Initially, when Naaman hears the advice, he said, do me a favor, I didn't come here to take a bath. I could have stayed in Aram. We have nicer rivers in Damascus. We have the Parpar River, etc. Does he tell me to go take a bath? At... So... He got offended a little. First, he was offended that Abid didn't come out to greet him. Then he tells him to go dip in the What's going on over here? <laughs> so they told him he, he got good advice. Hashem was with Naaman for sure because he kept on getting good advice, even though he's against himself. But somebody he keeps on putting it back on track. And they tell Naaman, listen, he's giving you an easy remedy. The prophet could have told you to stand on your head for two weeks and you would have to do it. He didn't tell you that. He didn't tell you to fast. He's not giving you bitter medicine. Go take a swim in the yard there and the dip seven times, and that's it. It's easy. Naaman said, You know something? You're right. All right. Put on his bathing suit. I need to go off his bathing suit, I guess. The point is, he goes into the yard then seven times to When he comes out, it says his skin was like a baby. He was cleansed. The tzarat went away. And he saw over here that the prophet of Israel made the miracle. Now he went to the prophet and he thanked him. And it was done. Elisha, mission accomplished. He cured Naaman and he made a tremendous kiddush Hashem at the same time because when Naaman wanted to pay for services rendered, he told Elisha, what's your copay? He said, I don't have a copay. All the guys you went to that charge you a copay, they couldn't help you. I don't charge anything. It's on the house. This is from God. Please, I don't think, and Naaman never saw such a thing. Naaman said, please, I got to give you something. He's not used to taking something for free. Naaman usually gives, he doesn't take. Here, the first time, he's a taker, but Elisha says, uh, listen, this is on the house, which is a tremendous kiddush Hashem that he made, that not only did he cure him, he could have asked him for a million dollars, he would have gave it to him. But he goes, I don't want anything, good luck. Ultimately, and for another shiur, Naaman converts, and he becomes Jewish, and everybody lives happily ever after. My question is, two questions. Number one, what gives Elisha, who was not a Kohen, the right to cure lepers? I have a pasuk in this week's Pedasha. The pasuk clearly comes along and says, Negat there's rules. As a, a Levi cannot be a Kohen, and a Kohen cannot be a Levi, and a Hakam who's not a Kohen cannot be. Everybody has their job. 
Elisha, you're a prophet. Great, great, uh, great job. But you're not a Kohen. So how can Elisha all of a sudden take this responsibility to cure? What was his, uh, what was he relying on? And I know the answer. I know the answer. <laughs> a lot of times when I ask these questions, it's rhetorical. I know the answer. I'm just asking so you can hear what I'm thinking. So you have over here another question that I have. How did he know to tell him to go into the Jordan River? Now I know he, oh, he's a prophet. He knows everything. Well, I want to know how he knows. You have to have a mekor. I mean, he wasn't rolling dice, Elisha. I was like, let's try the Jordan. And if it didn't work, okay, you know what? Let's go now to the, uh, let's go to the Mediterranean. No, he knew what he was doing. I have over here the Sefer Sror Hamor. This was written by the great rabbi from Sepharad, the Benu Abraham Sabah. He was from the Migurashim. They chased him out of Spain, and he went to Portugal, and they chased him out of Portugal. With all that he went through, he still writes one of the most classic pirushim on the Habishah Torah and on the Megillot. I recommend it. Now to be David Abu Hasera from Nahariya, may live and be well, they printed now beautiful, new, um, new print, big letters, footnotes on the bottom. Uh, they opened these uh, sefarim for us that we can enjoy them. So he comes along and he says, I am now going to tell you Omek HaTorah, the depth of our Torah, Ustareha, and its secrets that you should know that everything in our Torah is Sodot Gedolim. And I'm now he said about to reveal you how Elisha knew exactly what he was supposed to do. He had already Pesukim in the Torah talking to him, telling him exactly what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, and how he's going to cure. Elisha, he says, found three pesukim in the Torah. These three pesukim have something in common. The pasuk starts with the letter nun and ends with the nun sofit. There's only three Pesukim in the Torah like that. And therefore, Elisha said, wait. Starts with a nun and ends with a nun. That's this guy's name, Naaman. Naaman, his name starts with a nun and ends with a nun. So he, he already understood that these three Pesukim are giving Elisha guidance how to cure and what to do with Naaman. Let's see what the Pesukim are. One of them is an hour, Perasha. Nega Sarat Ki Tihye Ba'adam Vehuva Ila Kohen. What does it mean? Nega Sarat Ki Tihye Ba'adam. That if an Adam has Nega Sarat, Vehuva, he should be brought Ila Kohen. So Elisha said, wait, who's Adam? The Gemara says that the Jewish people are called Adam. So the Pasuk is saying that if a Jew, then 
But if it's a non-Jew, then you might not need a Kohen. Kohen was only Adam Adam. So that's where Elisha already knew that it's not exclusive to Kohen. But how did he know? Maybe it's a Levi. Maybe it's uh, uh, somebody else that has to be qualified. How does he know it's a Nabi? So the Srora Mor says he found another Pasuk. Another Pasuk comes along and the Pasuk says like this. The Pasuk says, Navi Mikirbecha Meachecha Kamoni Yakim Lecha Adonai Elohecha Elav Tishmaun. Navi, a prophet from your midst, from your brothers. Yakim Lecha, God will establish Elav Tishmaun. Listen to him. Nun, nun. So Elisha understood. That this is the pasuk that's coming to tell him, I'm a Nabi. And therefore, if ever a time a goy will come with Sarahat, the Nabi has the ability. Nabi mekebecha yakim meachecha kamoni eloek alat shmaun. But where does it give a remez how to cure him? So he found the third pasuk. You remember when. <coughs> The two and a half tribes were living in the Jordan on the other side of Eretz Israel. And you remember they told Moshe, we're not trying to escape from our responsibilities. We will actually go and fight with our brothers until we conquer Eretz Israel. You remember the language of that pasuk? The pasuk says, Nahnu na'avor so the pasuk says, we will be vanguards and we will go fight for Eretz Israel. Starts with a nun and ends with a nun. So Elisha said, somebody's going to come from Husla Aris. He's going to come halutzim. Halutzim means with, a, with an entourage of army. And the pasuk actually says, He actually came with his horses. And where is he going to come? Into Eretz Israel. And the pasuk says, what is his purpose? said, I got everything here. I got the halachic uh, uh, source that an Avi is allowed to rule on Goyim. I have a prediction that his name is going to start with a nun and end with a nun. Showing up, Elisha says, what's your name? Naaman. Uh, I knew it. I, you know, I, I know it. I, right I've been monitoring you in the Pesukim for 100 years already. I'm waiting for you. Well, I took you so long. You're wasting your time with all these quacks. And now we finally come. He says, how do I know? How do I know? I know the Pesukim says you got to go to the Jordan. It doesn't say Parpar. It doesn't say Damasic. It says, uh, on this, <laughs> the Rav comes along and says, Sodot Gedolim. That every word in the Torah says, Kula bimispar u That every letter in the Torah 
is signed and numbered. The future events of every single body's life is in the Torah. Who would have believed that you can get guidance on Naaman from these pre-Pesukim? That's an indication that the whole Torah can be studied like that. Fine. Tonight we came to talk about this episode of the gadlut, the greatness of this man called Naaman. I found the Midrash. I'll be honest with you. It's a perplexing Midrash. The source of it is in Midrash Rabbah, this week's Perashat Tazriyah. Perik Tetvav Ot Dalet. The Midrash over here is discussing that when God gave the laws of Sara'at, of leprosy, it says the Jewish people got scared. I mean, it's scary. Uh, all of a sudden, there's leprosy on the body, there's leprosy on the walls, there's leprosy on his, on his clothes. A very strange uh, 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 disease. And the punishment is coupled with a, a quarantine. We know what quarantine is, it doesn't scare us anymore. Uh, but I don't think the Metzorah has to wear masks. You believe it? Yeah. Even the Metzorah doesn't have to wear masks. I don't understand it. Okay, that's another discussion. In any event, but he's got to go into isolation, etc. So when they heard the laws, they got scared. They said, oh, serious stuff. So the Midrash says, Amar lahem Moshe, al Don't be afraid. Sounds scary. Don't be afraid. Elu le'umot ha'olam. Sarat is for the goyim. What do you worry about? But what is what is your item? Eat, drink, be happy, be merry. I'm not gonna stop talking about it. I don't understand Madrash over here. Madrash I'm a wonder. The law of Tsarat was not said to the Guyim. The law of Tzarat was said to the Jews. So we have every right to be afraid of it because it's a scary law. And then Moshe Rabbeinu said, oh, you're talking about Tzarat? Oh, don't worry about it. That's for the Goyim. Oh, but what, what, is, what is for you? And the Midrash then comes and gives a mashal. Mashal to a fellow that walks into the court. He sees on the court, the judge has on the table all his weapons. He has a whip. He has a stick. He has a, 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 a metal rod. So he's, this is the, he uses these sticks, obviously, to punish. So the judge says, no, 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 no. This is not for you. This is for the other people. You, we have a soda for you inside. And he opens the door. He shows them uh, all the food. That's the mashal, that when the Jewish people come along and say, hey, Sarat, oh, that's not for you. What's the pshat here? I can't explain this midrash, but in order to understand it, we need to know this Ramban. Ramban is in this week's parasha. Uh, Perek Yudim al Pasuk Mem you have to know that Sara'at 
is not a physical disease. It's not a uh, physical malady. It wasn't made in China. Sara'at, it's not even contagious. So I wasn't joking. The reason why they put the Mitzorah in quarantine is not because he's contagious. It's for himself. That's his tikkun. However, he has to deal with himself. But it's not a catchy disease. And as a matter of fact, if you open up the books, the books will tell you that the way you uh, contract this disease is uh, through making certain sins. Mashallah is one of them. Ga'ava is, is another. Arrogance. A list of sins. Ramban says it's a spiritual malady. And he proves it. What's his proof? What's this proof? He says, It's not a natural item. It doesn't exist such a thing. He says, and the proof is, even if you want to tell me once in a while a person might break out with a rash or he has a pimple or acne or chicken pox, whatever it may be, but to get nega on a wall, where's that come from? Guy wakes up in the morning, there's a pimple on the wall. Where's that come from? You ever hear that? Or guy wakes up and takes his suit out. There's a pimple on his uh, his, his whole suit white. You tell the the, the the maid, you put my suit in the clean in the, in the washing machine. No, I didn't touch his suit. I was on the hanger. I wasn't turned white. So you see, he says from the batim and the malbush, you see, it, it, it can't be a physical item. There's no way to explain it. He says abal. There's a two explanation. Abal. You show me. The Jewish people are with God whole. God is always with them. God always preserves the people, preserves the Jewish body, preserves their homes, preserves their clothes. God is always with us. However, but if a person commits a sin in his house, with his begadin, or with his body, there's going to be a stain that's going to appear. It's amazing. It's the words. That's an indication. Say better. That's God communicating to the person. Not everybody's a prophet to hear the word of God. So how does God talk? The Ramban says God talks through Yisurin. He talks through affliction. That when a person all of a sudden sees this item, he says, oh, what's going on over here? So first of all, he sees a, a stain on the ceiling. He says, oh, it's probably a leak from the guy upstairs. He calls the plumber. The plumber, I have some leak over there. There's a stain on the wall. The guy says, listen, there's no, there's no pipes over there. I don't know what you're talking about. But there's a way to come from the stain. Okay, call the painter. Maybe the painter's chipping. He gave you cheap paint. Okay, the guy comes. He paints it again. The next day, it's back. Now the guy starts reading. It's not the paint job. It's not the plumber. It's not anything. Ela must be God is talking. The Ramban says. The Kuzari. And his perush on uh, uh, 
Tzara'at, he comes along and he says, Vihi min It is the wonders of the Shekhinah. That means when a person sees these type of afflictions, he recognizes that the Shekhinah is with him. We always learn when a person gets afflicted, when a person goes through a difficult time, so they come along and say, hey, God is not with me. But the Kuzari says, no. During the difficult time, that's That's the way God communicates to, to, to the people. That means God's dealing with the person. That means he has a, a connection with them. Oh. When Naaman, Naaman never saw such a thing. Naaman, all of a sudden, he has his leprosy. He always thought it's a physical disease. Physical disease. He went to all the physical doctors. <clears throat> Elisha eventually would tell him, hey, listen, Naaman, uh, this is not because of anything physical. You're a Baal Ga'ava. You have Ga'ava. <coughs> you made some sins over here. Make the Shuvah, and you'll see. Uh, that's why he told him to go into the river. When a person goes into the river, he has to bend. He has to kofir himself. He has to humble himself. He can't dip straight. You have to bend. Bend yourself, Naaman. Break your gava. And obviously he broke his gava. When he came out, he says he was born again. Hazal said, what do you mean born again? From here we learned that he converted. Because we know that uh, a convert that converts like he's born again. His flesh was clean like a baby. And what did he say? He says, Ataya da'ati. There's nothing. There's no God in the world except. And the question I asked was, where did Naaman see God? He saw God in the affliction. He says, now I understand. God was talking to me. He says, I'm a goy. What do I know? A goy thinks everything is physical, so therefore he looks for the physical remedy. He says, now you, you, you say you told me a different way of looking. You told me over here that certain things. That happened to a person that's a communication from a Kadosh Baruch Hu. Says, oh, now I know there's no God, the only God in this world. Rabotai. There is a great rabbi called Preet Sadiq. He has a piece over here in this week's parasha in the beginning of Tazriya. Oh, oh. A tremendous yesod. His rule is like this, and they have to answer. You have to develop it, obviously. But his rule is like this: every curse, every kelala that we would call a curse. Curse means difficulties, yesurin, puranu, troubles. That's only one side of it. The other side is a blessing. That's what I'm telling you. There's only blessings from God. The Magid Medubna gives a mashal. He says, one time the king had a son, the prince, and the prince is wearing a nice silk garment. Everybody says, what a garment. Ya baby, a beautiful garment. And all of a sudden one day the prince rebelled against his father. And the father comes along and says, give me that give me that gown that you wear. Give me that tunic that you wear. And he took it and he put it inside out. And he says, now you wear it like this. And he's walking in the street and he, they, everybody sees the threads and everybody sees the inside of it. And they say, ah, what happened to the... They tell the king, what a, what a shame. What happened to the, what, to the tunic of silk? He says, he's wearing it. And that's it. So we don't see it. And the 
it's inside out. He rebelled against me, and until he acts good, then I'll turn it the other way around. Rav Tzaddik Akwen understands that everything in this world is good. However, at a certain point, when Bore Olam wants to talk to a person in order to make Teshuvah, he turns it, he turns it the other way, and then all of a sudden, when the person makes Teshuvah, it goes, it's the same thing. Let me say it better. When it comes to the Goyim and God gives affliction, it's for the sake of affliction, just to punish. No message, God's not talking to them. It's just to attack. Like the plagues that God brought on Egypt. Od negai hadabi. Negai, he just bring on them. The Lashon of the Tzadok is, Avan Goyim, Hashem ha-makib b'shosham rak le-onish. It's only the punishment. That's called nega. He says, but for the Jewish people, the nega actually is medicine. What Elam says, I got to bring the guy back on the right track. I got to put him straight on the track. He drifted. He went, he went off of it. How do I get him back on the track? But I wish he was a prophet. If he was a prophet, I could call him and say, hey, listen, come back. But he's not a prophet. So I got to talk to him in a different language. Yisurin is a language. Now, they don't teach us that language in school. They teach us English, Hebrew, Spanish for the region. They didn't teach us the language of Yisurim, but it's a language. To the Goyim, it's not a language. To the Goyim, it's a stick, it's a hammer, just punish them. But God doesn't talk to them, God talks to us. So when the person starts to see Nega'im, says Rav Tzadok, the purpose of Nega is to bring the person back on the straight path. And then what happens when he makes the Shuvah? He says, if you take the word nega and you switch it around, what does it spell onig? The nega, by us, nega is onig. By the Gentiles, nega is a nega. You don't have a right to switch the letters. But Allah says, every nega that I'm giving you, ultimately, it's for your benefit. It's to bring you to Allah It's to bring you closer to me. It's to make your tikkun. It's to fix you. You want to be blemished forever in Allah wouldn't you rather have a tikkun over here so you can be set in the ultimate bliss and utopia of Gan Eden? And not only that, once you make teshuvah, even in this world, that's what the word teshuvah means. Teshuvah means lashuv is to return, to turn the nega into onig. But a lot of people, what happens when they get yisuri, they mevait be yisuri. They come to them and say, hey, what's going on here? What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me? But I was, okay, he doesn't, he doesn't know this language. He doesn't speak the language. So you talk to somebody in Chinese. He said, what is he saying? I don't know what he's talking about, this guy. What are you talking about? He keeps on talking. He says, what are you saying? So but I'm saying he didn't get the message. The Jews have to know the message. That Yisurin ultimately is good. And he proves it from a pasuk. Amazing pasuk. The pasuk says, Kola mahala. All the disease, all the disease, that I gave to the Egyptians, so what does that mean? You're not going to get disease. You're not going to get sick. Now, can I ask you a question? 
if you don't get sick, do you need a doctor? You don't need a doctor. No, you don't need the only. So what is the pasuk saying? I need Adonai Rof Echa. I don't need Rof Echa. You only need Rof Echa if there's a mahala. But God said, "Kol mahala she shamti lo asim." You're not going to get mahalot. Beautiful, no mahalot. Period. Ki ani Hashem Rof Echa because I'm your doctor. So you go to the doctor. Like, how can I help you? I don't have a mahala. Mahala, so I said, go for lunch. What are you come to me for? But the pasuk says, "In mahala ani Hashem Rof Echa," which I do. I believe the pasuk. I don't know. Read from the Sadok what he says. Sadok comes along and says, Sometimes you have to get a makal. Sometimes the nega has to come. Sometimes it's on the person, sometimes under the house. But the makkah that God sends it's a healing. It's mizbeyach kapara. It's yisurin shil ahaba, as they call it. It's not like the goyim. Kola mahala shil sabti b'misraim is a mahala for the purpose of mahala. It doesn't have a remedy in it. It's pure disease. It's pure punishment. Lo asim alechadat. I will put mahala lo alenu. I'll put yisurin. But it's Yisurin of Ani Hashem Rofeecha. It's curing. It's a cure. You know what it's like, by the way? I'm thinking now. I didn't prepare this, but I'm saying it now. It's like a vaccination. Some of the vaccines, how they work, they put the disease in the person. And what happens when they put the disease in the person? The body makes, I'm not a doctor. The body makes antibodies and uh, it cures it. So you say, hold it. You're giving me a makah. How am I giving you? I put the makah in you. Makah brings you to the fu'ah. So what Allah says, Yisurin of the Jews is not Yisurin of the Goyim. Barmanan, there is mahala by Yehudim. There is troubles by Yehudim. But those mahalot is not the mahalot of Mitzrayim. I'm doing it for your, for your advantage. I'm doing it for your benefit. Oh. If that's the case of Botai, I found a Mishnah, an interesting Mishnah in Nigaim. At the beginning of Mishnah Nigaim, Mishnah Dalit. There's many different types of Nigaim, of leprosies. So the Kohen has to have the swatch, uh, the Benjamin Moore, he has to have the, the chart with all the different colors of the Nigaim so he can know. Or, how many different types of nigaim are there? Akavya ben Mahalal El Omer Shivim Ushnaim Marot Nigaim 72. Abota, you think it's a coincidence? You know the magic number 72? Hazakabaruch. 72 is the same gematria as Hesed. What? The Mishnah is coming to say, Marot Nega'im is Gematria Chesed. What Chesed? Do me a favor, keep your Chesed. I don't want this Chesed. What else I know better than you? Nobody wants to go to the doctor. Nobody wants to have to have a, a surgery. Nobody wants to go to pain. But the pain is to heal you. But I didn't know I, didn't know I was sick. I was like, you don't know. Now you know. It's a cure. It's Mizbeach Kapana. You're lucky. The Goyim have to go through the same surgery. It doesn't do nothing for them. It just slams them. Nega. 
Where's the awning? Mafi awning. And he has Shem Rofi Echa. Oh. I found an Ora Haim Kadosh. Ah, listen to this Ora Haim Kadosh. The Ora Haim Kadosh. He's going also with the Ramban. He says, this leprosy that we're talking is not a physical item. I'll prove it to you. He says, most skin disease, I don't know how he knows this, or skin discoloration or things like this, comes from depression. Okay. Next time you see a guy with a pimple on his head, hey, what's the matter? Everything okay? You're depressed? That's, it, depressed? That's what he says. He says, V'tikborit hamara. He has depression. The black bile in the bladder is causing him to... That's what happens. So he says, and what should be the cure for someone that's in a depression? To get rid of the skin, madly? Tell him, go take a walk, go take a vacation, go get some fresh air. But what does the Torah say to do for this skin malady? Go into solitary confinement. He's in the country, become more depressed. He said, that's the proof that it's not physical. The cure goes against conventional medicine. The guy says, I'm suffering depression. What do you tell the guy? Oh, you're suffering depression? Okay, do me a favor. Go into your room, close the lights, go under your bed, and don't eat for three days. Now you went from depressed to suicidal. The guy's going to jump and jump out the building. What kind of cure is that? Which means you don't tell a guy who's depressed a remedy to become more depressed. Tell the guy, go get an ice cream, go take a walk, go listen to Abdul Wahab, listen to some music, something. Just to, to break the, uh, the tension. Here the Torah says, the guy comes with sarat all over his body. The queen says, oh, you got to get out of here. And when you leave, by the way, make sure you tell everybody, tameh, 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 let everybody know you're tameh. Embarrass himself, put him outside over there. That's the proof that it's not physical. But then he says, what does the pasuk say? You bring him to the kohen. This is the law of the Mitzvah on the day that he becomes pure. Meaning, how does he become pure? The Kohen says, What does those words mean? The Kohen looks at the guy and says, Behold, you are cured. Says the Rambam Kadosh. What do you mean, Minat Saruwa? Of course, Minat Saruwa. From where? The Quran should say, "Bihine nirpat sarat." Bihine nirpat sarat, Minat Saruwa. Says the Rambam Kadosh. Where does the refua of the sarat come? Not from the Quran. Minat Saruwa from the guy himself. The guy himself has to cure himself. If he speaks Yisurin language, he'll know, no more lachonara, no more gava, no more fooling around, no more sketching around, stop its void, praying every day, all these, whatever it is. Everybody has their own hajbon. So he has to look at himself. That's why we put him in quarantine. You know what quarantine does? Gives a person time to think. Gives a person time to go on the Zoom. Gives a person time to to start to... It's quiet. He can think about himself. Take stock. The guy himself has to cure himself. He has to turn the nega into onig. Oh, if that's the case, Sabotai, I'd like to say another hadush. 
one of the Pesukim in the Sarat, in this uh, Perasha, Surat, Tazriya, it says, Vehine lo hafach hanega et eno. Let me explain. You ever hear of the eye of the storm? Yes, that's the weather uh, terminology. Did you ever hear the eye of the nega? Neither. Every nega has an eye. I guess that's the center of it. That's the middle part of it, the, the central part of it. So when the Kohen comes to make his prognosis, he looks at the eye, the eye of the nega. And the Pasuk says, By the way, can I, I interrupt myself? Look at the language of the, of the Pasuk, hafach. Look, look, look how it, interesting, when the Torah talks about a nega getting cured, it doesn't say cured, it says hafach, which means what? Turns, which means every nega is just a silk garment that's inside out. And therefore the pasuk says, hey, did it hafach yet? Did Borilam turn the garment uh, upside down? What does it depend on? Depends on the Jamaic Teshuvah. Did you hear the, 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 the lesson? So the pasuk says, well, he named lo hafach and nega, I tell you no. I didn't change it. So if the I didn't change of the nega, the coin says, you're not done yet. Says the Ba'alim Musab. Eno can also mean the eye of the Azak, of the man, his perspective. Person gets Yisurin in the beginning and he's angry. Ah, he's upset, he has claims, this, why, how, this, that. So nobody wants to get Yisurin. And that's one of the stages. Person gets Yisurin, he, he has, uh, what should I say, he has claims. Yeah, that's what it is. So the queen comes and sees the guy. He didn't make the shuvah yet. So the pasuk says, Then it didn't change his perspective yet. His eye of the way to look at Yisurim didn't change yet. He's still tamer. Only when it's hafachet eno, and how do you hafachet eno? That he knows this is from Bari Olam. This is God talking to me. It's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's from the Yahid, Echad um Yuhad, from God Almighty. So, based on this, we once said from this Fadim Kiddushim, it's amazing. It's an amazing. You know, the Gemara in Shabbat on page 104. It's a nice uh, Gemara there. It talks about the Hebrew letters, the Hebrew alphabet. 22 letters of Hebrew alphabet, it gives you derashot on all the letters. Then it tells you what is the secret of the letters nun. There's two nuns, the regular nun and then the nun sofi. So the Gemara says it calls them nun kafuf, that's the bent nun, and then nun zakuf, that's the straight nun, that's the nun sofi. So the Gemara says, Nun kafuf, nun zakuf. Nun stands for neeman. Neeman kafuf, neeman pashut. What does it mean? Says the Achamin. Neeman means a person has to have 
emunah na kadosh baruchu. That Hashem is ne'eman. He's trustworthy. You know, you have to trust your doctor. That's the first thing they say. Do you trust him? I don't know. I don't know. You can't. You've got to go to somebody else. You don't trust the guy. Go to go get a second opinion. Ki el rofer rahman v'ne'eman is trusted. You have to trust his medicine. You come along and say, what are You couldn't bring it a different way? And this is the vaccine. So the Pasuk says, remember, sometimes Ne'eman Kafuf. Sometimes Bore Olam brings a person down. He humbles her through Yisuri. Ne'eman Kafuf. Sometimes the Ne'eman does that. But you know what the purpose is? Ne'eman Pashut. It's in order to bring him straight again. It's not to keep him kafuf. Ne'eman kafuf is to bring him to the Iman pashut. You have to know that. And that was the whole story of Naaman. Ne'eman kafuf. He had to humble himself in the water kafuf. And he came out. He came out Jewish. And look at what Allah says. The Sarah was the best thing that ever happened to you, by the way. The Sarah made you Jewish. Now you're part of Hashem, the greatest menachah in the world. And therefore, when Naaman comes out of the water, he looked at everything different all of a sudden. When Naaman comes out of the water, what does he say? He says, oh, hey, what happened? His, his eye changed. And therefore, look at Naaman. Naaman starts with a regular nun, nun kafuf, and ends with nun pashut. But what's the letter Naaman, the za'ayin? And when you take the ayin and you come along and say it's from God, you take the ayin and you change it to an aleph. Naaman that becomes what? Naaman. That was the sword of Naaman. That when he came out of the water, he went from Naaman to becoming an, a believer in Naaman Kafuf, Naaman Pashut. He understood that this is not from what Allah says. There's no God like this. He's talking to me. They say, ha ha. You understood the language. Baruch Hashem, not every guy understands the language. You understand? You understand this talk. Oh. This talk comes at a very, very appropriate time of the year. We just started the month of Iyar. And the Mekubalim tell us that Iyar is Rashi Tevot Ani Adonai Rofecha. That's the month of Iyar. Iyar is the month where we come to recognize I am God of Echa. That whenever we go through difficult times, you're going to a vaccination. Sometimes the guy gets vaccinated, he gets sick for a couple of days, he's weak. Listen, ultimately, it's uh, to get you better. And God is more trustworthy than all the physical remedies that we have. And then what happens? We always read these parashiyot most of the time during Iyar. That's the sugya of Iyar. Iyar is And we prepare to come to Shavuot. The avodah that we have during these weeks is to come and recognize that Yisurin is for our best. Yisurin is to make a kapara. The kapara must come from within. You have to wake up. Oh, if a person figures that out during these months, then he cures the tzara'at. 
what is the holiday that follows the month of Iyar that we're going to have? Yes, Shavuot. I know Shavuot. What does the Torah call it? Atzeret. We turn the Tzara'at into Atzeret. It's the same Otiyot. That's again, the goal is to turn the Tzara'at into Atzeret. That means it turns into Tzara'at now. That's the goal. The goal is to see in every Tzara'at is Atzeret. There's a Tzara'at. If that's the case of Botai, I go back to the Mishnah that we started with tonight. As after all, this is a Pirkei Avot class. The Mishnah Pirkei Avot said, Teshuvah u'ma'asim tovim ketris b'fnei puranut." That Teshuvah is a tris, is a shield against Puranut. And the Tosfot Yom Tov said, yeah, but it's not going to save you from the Puranut of sin, because sin has Yisurin sometimes, like the Rambam says. So he says, it's talking about general stuff, but not, it's not, Teshuvah cannot save you from the Puranut of sin. That was Tosfot Yom Tov. But I found in the Perkei Avot, Midrash Shemuel, Rabbi Shemuel de Ozida, the Talmud of Rabbi Noah Ari, he comes along and he says, If that's the case, there's not a shield. You need to get Yisurin. Then we just talk all Shi'ur is what? Yisurin is Memarek. Yisurin is a Tikkun. So Teshuvah doesn't help. says, no. He doesn't mean over here a trees that it's going to save you from the Yisurin. The point is, once you come to the understanding that Yisurin is your savior, Yisurin brings you to your remedy. So therefore, that's a trees. You always learn a trees is, it, it, it blocks it. No, a trees all means is a shield that defends you. Therefore, the Yisurin also is part of the defense. And therefore, he comes along and says, the Yisurin makes the person continue to exist without being destroyed totally. What it means? That it's a shield to protect the person that he will not be go into oblivion. He will not be totally lost or wiped out. That's what the, so therefore, according to the Midrash Shemuel, yes, Teshuvah is a ktris against sins also. We just pray to God that if he has to bring Yisurin, we pray that we should have the strength to tolerate there was one great rabbi that he once went to visit somebody that had a tremendous gezerah. And he told them, do you pray every morning? He said, I pray. He says, you start the prayers with Baruch She'amah? He says, yes. He said, okay, you, you skipped the first 20 pages, but it's fine. The, Baruch She'amah, we say, Baruch She'amah, he just said, let there be, and there was a world. Baruch Hu. 
Baruch Menachemad Aris, God has mercy. Baruch Menachemad Abriyot, He has mercy on the people. Baruch Menachemad Abriyot, Baruch Meshalem Sachar Tobdi Le'ah, God gives reward. Baruch Hailad Mekayam Nanesach, Baruch Podeo Masir, Baruch Shemo. Unbelievable. But in that Baruch Shabbat is also Baruch Gozer Umkayer. Borei Olam brings Gezerot and he fulfills them. Not only is he Gozer, but he follows through, said the Rav. <laughs> That's a good thing or a bad thing. I would rather than say Baruch Gozer Velo Mekayer. <laughs> makes Gezerot, they say, no, oh, I changed my mind. Baruch Gezer Velo in this Baruch Shema, where everything is praising God, then you say, it sounds like this one line doesn't fit. Said the Rav, that when a person has a difficult time, he's going through a test. With every test, Bari Olam sends him energy to withstand it, to be able to tolerate it. That's, otherwise, the test cannot be given. With every test, is a package of kawah that comes with it that a person will be able to. Doesn't mean it's easy. But the test comes with a certain uh, uh, vaccine that guarantees that he won't be broken. He won't be broken. Sometimes the guy has an operation. After the operation, the guy's in bed. The guy's actually, you can't go out of bed for six weeks. What did I take the operation for? <laughs> This is what it is, but don't worry. You're not going to die from this. That's it. You'll survive it. We made sure we have the. We have. But it's difficult. So says the Rav. Baruch Gozer. Baruch Amik's Gezerot. Umekayem the person. Mekayem's going on the person. That Borei Olam says, I'll make sure that the Gezerah doesn't break the guy. There's a kiyum exactly. Mekayem the guy, and that's the lesson over here of Botai. Indeed, Teshubah means to return, to look at the Yisurin as an inside-out garment. It's all good, ultimately. But Olam has a plan. He doesn't do anything bad. To us, it looks bad. To our eyes, it looks bad. Salah looks, everything looks bad. But Naaman, Naaman Agoy came to this truth. And he realized that God was talking to me all these years, and I didn't even, I wasn't, I was deaf. Now I needed Elisha to come along and decipher this Sadat that's because of my, my bad ways or my, my inadequate ways that I have to change. He says, now I realize that God is only the God of Israel, that nobody else understands any of this over here. And Be'azat Hashem, based on this, Teshuvah indeed is a trees, even against not only Puranut Shina'olam, but even against Averod. Even the Yisurin of Averod, it's a trees. Shelo yelech le'abadon. And our prayer is that the pasuk will be fulfilled on us. And Bezat Hashem will go from Ani Hashem Rufecha, which is Iyar, and will get the Atzeret, which is Shabuot, Otiot Sarad. And the Kadosh Baruch Hu will say, Dai Netzarotenu, Amen. 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 Am